This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Take Command Podcast from Odyssey Sports. Logan Paulson there, Craig Hoffman here. Let's wrap up. Let's nerd out a little bit. Let's get into some. Let's get into some advanced stats to wrap up the podcast. Uh, Mailbag Monday question that has to do with average depth of target, which mm. is essentially, do you expect a deeper average depth of target this year with Carson Wentz as opposed to last year with Taylor Heineke? Obviously, the arm strength is completely different, but if you look at the stats last year, it's not like Carson was pushing the ball down the field. If you look, and so average depth of target is like how far down the field are you throwing the ball in the air? Um, so Carson last year is not pushing the ball down the field a ton in Indianapolis. He and Taylor's numbers are almost exactly the same. Obviously, now Carson will be playing in Taylor's offense, if you will, you know, curtailed to him. But do you expect Washington with Wentz to push the ball farther down the field this year and to see a higher average depth of target? So this is a really fantastic question. And I think it's fantastic because it it, it really delves into a lot of kind of football nuance. And so what I'll start with is when you look at the Indianapolis offense and what they were doing with Carson there is they really made a concerted effort to insulate him from, from pressure, from making tough decisions. And a lot of that stemmed from working the quick game stuff. And they really kind of put their eggs in that basket. They ran a ton of keepers. Again, those are simpler reads for him, not a crazy depth of target. And they really, it seemed like they were trying to offload a lot of stuff from him. And so during the offseason evaluation, obviously he has the highlight plays where he's launching, ejecting the football from his hands and it's pushing the football down the field. He has that skill set. This offense here in Washington is built on vertical passing game, right? So if you look at the quarterback, when, when uh, look at this offense when... Uh, when Heineke was here, for example, the offense kind of shifted or morphed or evolved to fit Heineke, which is a guy who doesn't have a strong arm. So there's a lot of horizontal stuff as opposed to a lot of vertical stuff. So you kind of say to yourself, I think Scott Turner will try and insulate Carson, but there will be more big plays in this offense because of Carson's ability to push the football down the field and also the personnel here. Like we mentioned Terry, we've talked about his ability to kind of push vertically in a way that's very unique to him. Jahan has looked outstanding during the OTA period. Curtis Samuel, another big play kind of guy, but a guy that's maybe not going to help that depth of target too much. So I think there will be more big plays in the passing game, pushing the ball down the field from Carson this year. But in addition to that, it's not only pushing the football down the field, it's also sustaining drives. And when you sustain drives on third and five or third and six, whatever it is, those are shorter opportunities to throw the football. And if the, if the offense is on the field more, the average depth of target, I think, will find kind of a lower, 
like a lower a lower mean than what people think because if the offense is sustaining drives you're going to have more shorter passes involved even though you have added larger plays to the offense does that make sense what i'm saying yeah and i think it just depends on how they call it in terms of that stuff too because i do think though you get like the longer you're on the field the better chance you have to get to the areas of the field where you call your shot plays where you Correct. can add a big giant chunk you know if you're if you're forced to punt after one first down and you never make it past your own 35 yard line then you're probably not calling a shot play you get all of a sudden in that that even with Carson's arm, you know, minus 40, nevertheless, midfield plus 40 area. Like that's the area where, where you're in the strike zone for, for a guy like him. And you want to see if you can get one into the end zone um, on a big play. That's when you send Terry on the, on the deep ball, whatever. And so I, I do think like overall, you're unquestionably right. It will means you have converted on a lot of short, quick, efficient stuff. Maybe not quite as short as last year, but certainly right. plenty of that stuff like your slants. And, you know, look, they also want to get the ball into the hands of Gibson and McKissick and, you know, that's that's negative yards on your average depth of target a lot of times because you're throwing the ball behind the line of scrimmage. And so at the end of the day, I think higher execution is going to lead to a higher number because they will get more shots. I think Carson is going to have like even on some of the, the, the plays that they ran last year, Carson makes a different read and throws the ball farther down the field because he's more comfortable doing it mm. and has the, the physical talent to know that he can get a ball there. So it should go up, but I don't know that it'll be some dramatic jump because Carson also very clearly, you know, like he was with Frank Reich last year, knows him as well as anybody, um, you know, and they, it's not like they were pushing the ball down the field like crazy. They did have Jonathan Taylor and, and their offense was very based off of him, but I, I think it'll be better. I don't think it'll be some, you know, crazy like Patrick Mahomes looking number. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast correct and i think also you gotta look at personnel in indianapolis like michael pittman's their number one who's a very good player but he's not necessarily like a deep threat he's more of a possession big body type guy yeah. ty hilton was that deep threat but i think he's kind of on the declining aspect of his, of his career and the next two leading receivers for them were jonathan taylor and then uh the tight end moali cox who's a very good football player but again those aren't guys who are getting the ball down the field and right. so to have this staple of kind of fast athletic guys i think is important but also just as a case study for depth of target tom brady went from new england where he had one of the lowest depths of targets in the nfl 
to Tampa Bay, where Tampa Bay's offense led the NFL in big plays last year. I think they had 76 explosive pass plays. And his depth of target did go up, but it wasn't like he was leading the NFL in depth of target after that, right? Because he, he right. checks the ball down a ton. He works a lot of quick game. They do a lot of different stuff in terms of allocating the football. And um, I think that's also important. Like Just because the big play numbers will go up, and I think you alluded to that as well, it doesn't mean that the depth of target will be the best in the NFL or the highest in the NFL because that's not, that's not sound offensive process, right? You need to attack all three levels of the field with the pass game, just like you need to have different runs that complement each other in the run game. You can't just be a one-trick pony. And I know we've talked about kind of jokingly running that, you know, vertical offense, like the, the, uh, the PI, PI offense. offense. Yeah. And I think that there is, there is something to that. But if Carson can handle more than that and you paid him and, and you bring him in here because you think he can, I think that depth of target, yeah, of course it'll be higher, or I'm assuming it will be higher. But I think it's also important to understand that healthy offense doesn't necessarily mean is not depth of target is not a good indicator of healthy offense. Right. I right. Think that's, so to answer the question, it should be higher than Taylor's last year. It should yep. be higher than Carson's last year, but yeah. that is not to say that they're going to run the all-PI offense and be chucking yep. the ball downfield all over the place. And that is also, uh, is, as much as uh, it will be to the chagrin of my good friend Jane Coaston, the inventor of the all-PI <laughs> offense, uh, that will, that, that's probably a good thing at the NFL level. All right, uh, that's it for this week's podcast. Uh, TBD on what we do on Thursday. There's a chance we have Warren Sharp on the show. Um, he's working on finishing up his preview book. When he is done, he is going to connect with us and hop on the show. So we're very excited for that. As we mentioned, guys like Santana uh, certainly in the mix to come on. So basically what you should do is subscribe to the podcast and then whoever's on the show, or if it's just more great football conversation between the two of us, you'll have it right there. Spotify, Apple, Odyssey app, wherever it is that you get your podcasts. For Logan, I'm Craig. Thanks for listening to Take Command, and we'll see you on Thursday.